Right, I should have the proper microphones on. <clears throat> How's that? Oh, hang on, that's my phone, isn't it? Um, I think yeah. I've turned mine to sleep. I think I'll just check. No. I'll okay. Be... Oh, God. Um, yeah, there we are. Airplane. Right, okay. Is that your show warm-up, is it? What are you doing? Are you just sticking your tongue out or are you shaking your head? No, I'm, I'm doing just... <laughs> okay, hang on. <coughs> you don't do it very well, do you? No. Mm. Okay. Um, I think we'll do a special show today. Okay. Uh, which we may finish up if anybody sent in any jokes. Oh, yeah, we've seemed to have quite a few. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, right, welcome. Uh, this is James Well, the James Well Radio Podcast. Unlike the James Well Radio Show, comes to you live every night from this studio in my home, in the middle of the Garden of England, tucked away in a little village. Uh, and uh, this is where I've been for the last week. Have you run out of food yet? No, I haven't. I put a video out last night of uh, what I cooked. I thought it looked very nice. And what was it? I didn't see the video. Why not? I put it on Instagram. I know it went on Twitter. Why didn't you look? Uh, I was too busy watching Paddington. Oh, right, OK. Well, it was a spicy chicken dish. Anyway, it's there if, if you want to have a look. <clears throat> um, so, the usual uh, messing... I nearly said f***ing around. The usual uh, messing around and, and stupidity I don't want to do on the show today. What I want to do is this. Um, because I, I blame myself as well. Uh, for perhaps, excuse me, <clears throat> it's not the virus, I don't think, at the moment. It's just sitting in the house. Um, and, um, right, I, I, like quite a lot of people, were trying to, you know, make a little bit light of the situation. At the beginning, I think a lot of people thought, well, come on, we're going over the top now. Let's, let's, um, you know, here is a few, a few people dying. And this is a, a nation of 60 odd mil, 70 odd million, I think. And I think we're, we're just, is it really worth ruining the economy, not only of this country, but of the world? And I was doing that. And, um, Lots of people were agreeing with me, and uh, I have now um, self-isolated myself here. Uh, I have uh, decided, my, my company as well, or the radio station I work for, Talk Radio, has decided it doesn't want people coming into the capital to broadcast. So uh, I have been here, um, and a lot of you listening to this may well be uh, ensconced in your own homes and it is difficult you do get a little bit sort of um uh I, I, what's the word i'm uh cabin fever i never understood what that meant but yeah um you 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 do much as you may love your homes after a while you want to get out and do a few things but it is very very important i've been talking to people i know 
and um, journalists I know around the world. And talking to people in Italy in particular, which is not a huge distance away from us, we share a lot of things with the Italians, a lot of similarities in, in the way we behave and the way we think. And they ignored it for a bit, and they have now got more people affected and more people dying over there than they had in China. Now, sometimes it's difficult to know if we're getting the right information out of China, but I presume uh, that the heads of government are, because this is not something people are messing around with. And I think the time has now come to say, the majority of people that will get this, it won't be a huge problem. But there will be a lot more people who contract this virus than get flu or a cold, a larger percentage that will actually become seriously ill and possibly die. Now, the fact is that this can be controlled and alleviated, hopefully, by all of us not spreading it around. And some of us don't even know whether we've got it. It will be an impossibility to test every single person, the millions of people who live in this country, for all kinds of reasons, including some people would just not come out of the woodwork. But there are still quite a lot of people, quite a lot of younger people who think that they are completely uh, isolated from this and not going to get it, and even if they do get it, it's not going to be particularly dangerous. But that's not really the point, because a lot of young people are getting it, and some young people are dying as well, by the way. Uh, but the point is spreading it to the greater population and particularly spreading it to those people who work in the frontline services, like the people who work in shops, like the people who work looking after us medically, like the, the people we rely on uh, to get food around the country. It is serious. And the sooner we actually stop behaving the way we're all used to behaving, the sooner we can have it controlled. It may take four weeks, it may take 12 weeks, it may take a lot longer, I hope not. But if people keep on saying, I think it's overreacting, like one silly pillock who rang me on the program the other night, uh, and I put him in his place, I'm sorry, that's very rude of me, I know, but there we are. If people don't start to take this seriously and behaving in a way where we are facing a crisis, it, you know, if it was a war we were fighting and there were films of our soldiers uh, on battlefields with guns shooting and people being brought back in body bags as they were during the uh, first part of the Iraqi war, if you remember all of that, does everybody remember that or have we forgotten? I think we remember it, don't we? Mm -hmm. The cars being lined up at North Holt, the military airport, where the, the uh, coffins were brought back and loaded into hearse and then people lining the streets to pay their respects. Yeah. This is a similar crisis, maybe even worse. And this isn't attacking just our military. This is attacking you and it's attacking me. We can't see it. Therefore, we're not taking it particularly seriously. We have to. I believe that this country will look after us. I believe that those people who rely on going to work to get paid and can't work at home will be looked after. I believe that this country will look after those people, not in the big businesses. I get a bit fed up like everybody else hearing about business and big business and whatever that means, I have no idea. 
But those people who work in the coffee shop I used to go into, into the pub I used to go into, into the little Italian restaurant I used to go into, into the French bistro I used to go into, into the Indian restaurant I used to go to. We are going to have to stop, or if not stop, limit the way we used to do it. We can't congregate around the bar in big groups having a laugh anymore. We will be able to, but we can't do it at the moment. And the government will look after us. I know how many people, I have a small restaurant that my son and his wife run, and they're worried sick. I believe the government will look after them. They won't be able to afford to pay all their bills if they're not making a living. The people who are supplying the food and the wine and everything else to restaurants won't be able to get people to pay them because they aren't getting people. The whole thing is falling apart. I believe the government will step in and look after. And if not, I shall be on the airwaves giving the government very short shrift. I also believe that politicians need to start working together and not trying to start scoring political points off each other. And I think celebrities should stop trying to make some kind of, of personal gain out of this. The amount of celebrities who think they might have it or could have it or, you know, stop it. This is a serious problem. This is a war against an invisible enemy. And it can strike any of us down at any time unless we take precautions. We will get through this. It will, it will cease. They're, they say it will probably disappear as soon as it arrives. It may well be with us forever. But we will get on top of it. And the reason we're having this problem at the moment is that none of us were prepared. We haven't got enough hospital beds. We haven't got enough staff. We don't have enough equipment. And so we have to hunker down while we get ourselves sorted out to really get on top of this. I mean, here's an email that came today uh, from Gareth Cochlin. And Gareth said, please, please be careful, everyone. There is a secondary virus far worse than COVID-19 and has already infected millions worldwide. Morona 19. Symptoms are a selfish desire to strip the shops bare and hoard. The infected are called Moronas. Stay safe. Do not get infected by this awful strain. Yes, I invented this earlier today and posted it. Gareth, who's listening to the show in Perth in Australia. Um, thanks, Gareth. I think uh, that actually identifies it as well. I went out to drive and buy some, uh, some, just some paracetamol yesterday because I had a headache. I went into a couple of chemists, nothing. I went into a supermarket, nothing. Moronas, morons. Stop it. This will just make it worse. I think there is a generation who's never really known any kind of real hardship. They themselves have never been faced. They've never had any, uh, any connection with any kind of, of, of problem. They've lived their lives and just carried on regardless. They weren't in the army, weren't in, in any kind of frontline situation. Just carry on, have a good time, get pissed at the weekends or in the evenings, and don't worry about everything else. They're the sort of 30 to 40-year-olds, I think, 
The younger people are taking it seriously, and I think the older people are. But it's those in between that seem to feel, oh, well, this is just, oh, look. It's not. It is serious. And we have to understand it. Now, having said all of that, we will get through it. vast majority of people will get through it. A lot of people listening at the moment have probably had it and not even realised they had it. But if these people who insist on ignoring it carry on, we will get into the same state as they were and have been in Italy. And I would not wish that on everyone or anyone. So, really, I think I'm not sure that we'll, we'll do much more on the podcast today. I mean, I don't think we'll do the, the silly questions. I suppose we could do, but, you know, I mean, like Rob Murphy... Uh, asking me, any ideas for alternatives to toilet rolls? I'm rationing the sheets and folding each one four times. You know, it's funny, but this is, this, this is just showing the worst in some people, who I'm sure think they're fine. They're just interested in themselves and their families. I, I just, you know, I just think it, 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 it's, it's not on. I had some bloke rang the radio show the other day and... You know, said, oh, I'm not, me and my mates are down the pub. This is just ridiculous. We're not going to put up with this. We're out there. We're having a good, you've got to, you've got to have some fun in a crisis like this. Of course you have some fun. Of course you can, but you're going to have to have the fun at home for a while. You're not able to, you know, we are going to have the pubs and the restaurants closed, I think, compulsorily, if people don't stop. You know, going in occasionally, making sure it's not packed with people, it's fine to a certain extent. But in the big towns, in the cities, things are going to have to be a lot more stringent than they are now. I mean, uh, Daz says, will supermarkets stop people bulk buying so the rest of us can buy some essentials? Well, they're trying to. And if they don't, then we will have rationing imposed on us. I, 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 I think... It is showing there's a certain section of society who just don't think of anyone other than themselves. And it's not making us look very good, is it? And they're, they're people who, who probably normally just very quiet, don't get involved, don't do very much, but only interested in themselves. It has to stop. We have to take this seriously. We are taking it seriously now. We didn't to begin with. I don't think a lot of us realise exactly how serious it was. And if we take it seriously, the sooner we do this, the sooner we can get back to some kind of normality, whatever the new normality is. And here's something. It's all right, girls. Okay. Yeah, they're still here. They're getting a bit bored. They want to go for a little walk. And that's what I'm going to do in a minute. Not anywhere... Public, crowded, just a walk around where there will be nobody. And that's another thing. If you have pets, you must, you know, interact with them. Maybe your, your cats, your dogs are not used to you being there during the day. And they probably miss you. They probably have very dull and boring lives. Make sure you don't ignore them. Make sure that they are involved and part of your family. Anyway. I was saying something before that, and I've completely forgotten because none of this is scripted. It's just what's in my head, and I'm trying to get it out. Mm -hmm. So I think 
you know, we have to take it seriously. The, I remember one good thing that I find fascinating is that the polluted cities of this world have suddenly become a lot less polluted. The chemicals that we spew into the atmosphere have cleaned up incredibly quickly because I thought it was all a bit rubbish. I didn't think things like that would happen that quickly, did you? No, especially in China. It seems to have sort of nothing at all, and obviously now they're switching things back on. You can see it slowly coming Mm. back. Yeah. Yeah. So if we just do this, and then maybe we will realise that we can clean the planet up a bit. Maybe this is something sent to try us by the planet. Maybe nature has taken control, or, you know, out of all bad things, good things come. We will get through it. But we have to rely on the advice of our politicians. We have a tendency, and quite rightly, to always want to call them to account, and everything they say, we kind of say, oh, come on, you're talking rubbish. I have to say, I think Boris Johnson, thrown in, a fairly young guy, thrown in at the deep end in a a situation like this, has managed remarkably well, because I know Boris, and I know he likes to make... uh, uh, um, light of everything and he likes to, you know, entertain as well as inform. This is serious, guys, and we need to play our part. That's really all I wanted to say. You got any problems? You want to talk to us about it? You got anything you think? And just send us an email to jameswellradio at gmail.com. Now, if you want to do tech talk or something like that, feel free. Well, I can do tech talk, and uh, which is obviously related to... Uh the situation we're in, like um, people like Netflix are trying to help the situation literally just by reducing the video quality of the uh, content so to free up bandwidth for people that are staying at home and using the internet. So there's a, an example of people doing their bit. Obviously, Netflix is going to get used quite a lot to keep people entertained, but they are putting steps in place to try and restrict the amount of bandwidth because obviously if Netflix is used all the time, you can't get on to other websites, etc., um, Twitter's also going to do their bit. They're removing any content that promotes unverified claims and misinformation about the virus because there's lots of that out at the moment. There's some stupid people out there doing some stupid things, and quite frankly, I would like to have a word with them. Yeah, the usual things, drink loads of water, it kills the virus, all that kind of stuff that you read. It's all mm-hmm. rubbish. Don't uh, rely on anything. Stick to the NHS website, I suppose. Um, yeah. Other than that, um, I can say that as a a computer retailer, we're actually okay at the moment because we're getting a lot of people who are wanting to work from home readying their equipment, so obviously we're getting a lot of people coming in. I only have one member of staff here, so we're doing our bit to try and help people where we can, and we'll stay open as long as we can, but obviously if we get told to close, we'll close. That's about it, really, the tech talk. Um, There are other, other stuff, but I don't think it's relevant, really. Are you sure? Just the usual. New products, etc. Not really interesting at this time. I was really... Well, we've got to do something while we're at home, so maybe uh, it's a good time to, to look at updating our computers and uh, actually all those people who say, oh, don't bother with social media. It's not something you bother with. It's a part of life now, and, and everybody, whatever age you are, has to actually be involved with social media. It's as important as writing letters and making phone calls. In fact, more. Yeah. Much more important. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the things I, I've sold recently, which I haven't sold for probably about eight years, is a webcam. Because obviously every yeah. device that you uh, you have nowadays, like phones, tablets, mm. laptops, they all have cameras in them. 
but desktop PCs don't have cameras. So I've had a lot of people coming in wanting webcams. That's obviously to keep in touch with the, you know, the loved ones and families. So strange, isn't it, how these things happen? Mm. You should actually be putting out little adverts on this show for your uh, business. Then people want to know where they can get them and you'll do them a really good price. I'm sure they can get a webcam. And then you can pay me for doing it. If you're struggling to get a webcam, Argos have them. Why? You could have taken advantage of that and made some money. That's why I'd understand people taking advantage. I think that's just not right. Well, advantage was the wrong word. You know, people might actually trust your uh, information and rather buy it by post. You see, you could could start a whole whole new uh, arm to your business, couldn't you? I could do, but I have enough work. Mm. Um, was there anything else? We, uh, you see, there is no other news at the moment. And uh, there are other things going on in the world. You know, there's still conflict in the Middle East. When do we ever hear anybody talk about that? Uh, there are various other uh, problems of ecology around the world too. Uh, but nobody is talking about anything else. And that ought to be... Um, a wake-up call to a lot of people saying, well, it's not really that serious, people are just doing it. And so they, I mean, some people are even saying, oh, well, the government's really got a hold on this and they're really milking it for everything uh, so that they can say it wasn't their fault that the economy crashed and the fact we left the EU. I mean, that is the biggest load of shit I have ever heard in my life, but some people are actually spreading these rumours. Some people are thick and they actually believe it. Well, that's not much I can say to that, really, is there? No, there's nothing to say. In regards to jobs, um, from my point of view, I'm obviously that I'm lucky enough to own the building that I work from, so I don't have any rent to pay. And obviously, we don't mm. in Wales we don't have any rates to pay. So the only th- outgoings I will have is wages, um, phone, electric, heating. I suppose. How Offer- come you don't have any rates? It's just uh, we live in a rural area, so we get a thing called rural rate relief. The shop is small enough to. Uh, be excluded from the uh, the system, as it were. Well, my little restaurant cafe in, in Yorkshire, yeah, um, which is in a town, obviously, but then so are you. Mm. Um, I think the, the business rates are more than the rent. That's usually the case in some cases, yeah. Because the landlord can reduce the rent to get the tenant mm. in, but the uh, council can't reduce the rates unless they've been given instructions from above. Well, I think we're going to have to do that because people are not going to be able to pay their rents and pay their rates for the small businesses, particularly things like coffee shops, bars, those sort of things that will be told to close down probably. And they need to be looked after so that, you know, nobody else is going to be able to take them over and run them, are they? No, I think I think if, uh, some of the packages do include um, mm. no rates. The, the You know, this... Um, people being laid off, etc. I find that very strange. As it, I think the simplest measure would have been, instead of uh, sick pay, call it something else if you like, but yeah. the moment you close your doors and tell you, send your staff home, you as an employer should continually pay a, a nominal amount of money to keep, you know, give the uh, people some money whilst this is going on, and then just re, you know, open the doors and they come back in again. And that money should obviously come off your, your tax bill or whatever, or giving you yeah. a, in some sort of grant form. Yeah. And it just seems strange to me that that hasn't just automatically been put in place. Like if I got, like I said, I've got one member of staff downstairs working right now. If I was to go down and say, look, I'm sorry, we're closing the doors. Don't worry, you're going to get your £97 or whatever they decide. And I keep paying that to him. 
knowing that I'm going to get that back. That that will take a well, it's not so much worrying for me because I've only got one member of staff, but that will take a warrior off a lot of people that have got part-time members of staff in cafes, etc., even full-time members of staff. Yeah, in, but what in, about what about the rates and the rent that you have to pay, the bills that you'll be getting in from your suppliers and everything else that you won't have any money coming in to pay them? Well, I'm not buying anything, obviously, if I'm closed. So am I, No, no, but I'm, I mean, you know, you, I'm talking more not, not about your business, but more about restaurants, cafes, bars, small businesses like that that rely on making the money that week to pay for the things that they've just bought uh, to sell. Okay. Obviously, if they've bought stuff in, there will be bills to pay, and I'm yeah. sure that's, that's, one, that's another issue. But the staffing issue is the biggest issue because you're going to have a lot of people theoretically signing on. Yeah, uh, trying well, to get money. Exactly. I mean, you know, we employ one person in the cafe, restaurant, and a couple of part-time waiters in the evening. Uh, but it's only my son and his wife, and, and they will have no money to pay all the outgoing. So I know there will be grants available for that. But I think what what the Chancellor... We're, we're recording this show before the Chancellor has made his latest announcements, but I am sure it will be... You know, the first ones was, all oh, we're going to support business... It's a very, it's a very um, uh, ethereal term, business. What does business actually mean? You know, it's not lots of suited bods in cities wandering around, um, going to offices, having meetings, and you often wonder what they're doing all the time. A lot of that becomes unnecessary. A lot of people are having businesses now at home, aren't they? Yeah, I yeah. mean, having meetings at home, quite rightly. But I think people are very worried that they're going to be just told, well, go and sign on. And that's not going to help them because a lot of people signing on will get the basic amount of it won't be enough to look after them in the way they were, were going. And because this has suddenly been closed, if your business is, is falling apart, you usually get a, a, a little bit of notice about that and you can prepare. Not to mention the time it will take to make the claim, because obviously if everyone's yeah. signing on, you've got to make an appointment to go and either sign on online or obviously visit. I don't know. I mean, I haven't signed on, so I'm, I'm out of the loop, so I don't know how it actually works. But I think it should be as simple as if I was to go downstairs right now and say, look, I'm sorry, you're going home, your direct debit or your standing order from us to you will uh, reduce, obviously, but it will be the payment the government says. I pay it out of my bank account. And as you pay your tax as you go along, um, your payroll, etc., the money will come back to you eventually. A lot of people are saying, oh, well, we can't afford it. Well, we have to afford it. Unfortunately, this is what contingency, uh, contingency plans are for. We have just finished paying a huge debt that we ran up for the Second World War. Yeah. And this debt will be uh, around for uh, another generation. And so we've been paying off for the generation before us for the Second World War because we had to do exactly the same thing. I'm led to believe I wasn't around, but we, we had to borrow an enormous amount of money. And this is what will happen again. And we are in a pretty good situation because we've got our borrowings down a lot lower than they used to be. The interest rates are very low. And let's hope we can kind of keep a handle on the economy. And the idea that all these businesses are closing down, they have to close down because people aren't going to be there. But if we can kind of mothball them all until we can start doing it again, that is going to be the way we save the economy of this nation, isn't it? And the, the more we self-isolate or social distancing, the quicker we'll be back in work. Yep. 
absolutely. I was going to do some some um, uh, some jokes, but I I don't think it would be the tone of our podcast today. <laughs> Look, if we, we will get through this, but I just want those people who think it's all a bit of a laugh to understand it isn't, and we now need to do our bit. And I think it is vital that in the media we get it across. There's been a lot of over-sensationalising uh, stuff. Um, and, and, you know, people are made to think, oh, God, it's the end every day. It isn't. We will get through this. The vast majority of people who get this virus will n not even know they had it. Some people will have it and it'll be like a really bad cold. Some people will end up in hospital. But we want to try and stop as many people as we can getting it and getting it seriously. Because even without this, the hospitals are stretched. Well, hopefully we'll have these uh, antibody tests coming mm. coming out soon. And then uh, maybe, uh, you know, uh, once you've been tested and you're clean, I suppose, you could get a rubber stamp from somewhere. It stamps on your on your wrist, one of those indelible ink things that you can shine a torch. It stays on you for a few months. <laughs> no, 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 no. That sounds terrible. <laughs> and we'll uh, we'll all be going back to work. We'll all be. Uh... Well, listen. We'll all we can all suddenly get back when we've got this under control. There have been other viruses like this that we. It hasn't been this desperate, but then they haven't been like this. Yeah, the Ebola was very worrying at the time, wasn't yeah. it? But you couldn't catch yeah. it by standing next to somebody. You had to physically do skin-to-skin -skin contact, didn't you? So yeah. this is different. This and is if spreading. that had come to this country, we would have been doing exactly what we're doing now. Yeah, definitely. You know, the ease of travel around the planet is why this has happened. I think I'd like to see uh, now that... Um, Travellers slowed or almost come to a standstill. That when it returns, it doesn't get back to the stupid state it was in. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you know we don't all we're not all entitled to get on an aeroplane and go wherever we want, whenever we want. Yeah, if, if you want to go on holiday, go on holiday in Britain for the next few years and support you know all the hotels and cottages and things that you can rent and stuff. Get the mm. get our, ourselves back up and running. Don't get on a plane. I haven't actually been abroad for five years. I haven't been abroad for 27 years. Yeah, but you don't leave Wales. I suppose if I go to England, I've gone abroad, haven't I? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I think, um, you know, since I sold my house in France, I haven't been abroad. I keep in contact with my friends there. I was talking to one the other day who said it was terrible. Don't hear about France so much. It's all Italy and, and Spain, isn't it? Well, yeah, um, because I think they were late to the party, as it were. Mm. But uh, it is, this is, you know, it is serious. We need to do, to, to do what we can, look after our neighbours and our friends, make sure they're okay, and just stay out of crowded places. How about Russia? Yeah, they've got it. Have they got, I literally have never heard the word Russia mentioned. In, uh... Yeah, but you don't listen to the news. Ah, there we go then. That's probably yeah. what it is. I haven't heard much coming out of North Korea, but then nobody does. That's true. Yeah, I wonder what it's like in North Korea. I mean, South Korea have... Uh, it's in South Korea. It must be in North Korea. They, they're handling it really well, aren't they? They're, yep, they are. Um, but do many people go south to north? Uh, no, virtually none. So they probably have contained it no. then or would have. Yeah. Would find it very easy to contain. 
And the people in North Korea, because there's no media that isn't controlled, will probably not know anything about it. That's true. They wouldn't even know. They'd just be thinking we're just getting ill. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, hopefully they're doing okay. Yeah. So I think we'll leave it there. Thank you very much indeed. We will be back to our normal self with our normal length podcast next week. Um, but maybe, maybe share these thoughts with your friends. And maybe it's changed your mind. Maybe it hasn't. I don't know. Let me know. Jameswellradio at gmail.com. Listening to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on Facebook.com/slash James Well Radio Show, or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.